0: I'm not here for the snow
1: I'm oh, here
0: I for so I was like ooh, you know I don't know if I can live here and then when I looked about you know the history of Fort Wayne and like the community and the Boys and Girls Club and you know the efforts they're doing for human trafficking, I'm like oh I'm sold uh, the news director called
1: me to say hey we want to offer you this and I said, excuse me, it was double what I expected mm.
0: coming out of college. And he said, you know, I know you wanted to do sports, you know, as an MMJ slash sports reporter, but we actually want you to be our anchor. Oh,
2: my God. In 2019, NABJ fell on my birthday weekend. One of the best parts about that was being able to spend time with my extended family well my guest today is somebody who was trying to go all out and actually surprise me with a birthday cake and that is my newly adopted sister Brianna Dawkins Brianna has a tremendous story and I'm really excited for you guys to hear about it today as she created her media reel posted on Twitter and it generated more than 2 million views. Now, a reel is something for those who do not know, it's something you share with news directors or producers when you're trying to locate that job. So, you share them your reel, they give you feedback, critique, or they say, "Yes, this is the person I want on my team." Brianna was shared on Twitter and she had so many prominent people retweeting her and this ultimately led her to her new position. So I got a chance to get an interview with her almost the week after she had just started her new position up in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So sit back, listen to what she has to say, take notes, but also just listen to her story because it's a unique one. And I promise you'll be able to benefit and you will be able to learn from her. Ladies and gentlemen, on this episode of Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling with Brian H., I welcome Brianna Dawkins. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, I have my sister who was once lived in the great state of Georgia, who has just recently moved. (laughs) And we'll talk about where she moved to. I have the one, the only, Miss Brianna Douglas. Brianna, how are you? Hey,
0: hey, big bro. I'm doing good. How you feeling?
2: I'm good. Thanks uh, for joining me on here. Um, I'm excited. Uh, you know, you've been doing so much. We met through social media. It's a great thing called social media. And, I mean, oh, yeah. we just clicked right away. Uh, we got a chance to hang out a couple of times at NABJ. So. You know, I'm excited. I'm excited you are making moves in your career. But before we get to those moves, I want to ask you, when did you decide that you wanted to pursue a career in broadcast journalism?
0: Wow, (laughs) that's a yeah, that's an amazing question. Honestly, bro, I always knew I wanted to be a journalist Mm -hmm. from the very beginning, since a little girl. I would look at, um, you know, I'm originally from South Florida, so I would look at the TV and see, you know, the anchor woman, Liz Quirantes, and, you know, different, and Allison, and all those women, and just really saw how they made a difference in my community. You know, they brought me the news every morning, so I would, you know, know what was going on before school, and I just admired them so much. So, yeah, I'd say about, like, 10, maybe, (laughs) 10 years old.
2: Okay, so 10 years old, did you do anything while you were in high school to get you ready for college, or did you just get into the major at college?
0: No, man, believe it or not, um, my sophomore year of high school, I had the option of, you know, you have to, you know, you have an elective or whatever to pick in high school, either fashion design or, you know, broadcast, you know, TV you know, digital TV, you know, class. And I don't know about, it, you know, other women, but I grew up as a tomboy, so there was no way I was taking a fashion class. I was like, signed me up for TV production. And um, the next year, my junior year, I won number one in the nation uh, for Student Television Network
1: as a sports reporter. You know, as, as a 16-year-old, and that kind of fueled me like, uh uh-uh. Okay, it's on the now.
2: You said you were a tomboy. Did you play sports? And if so, what sports did you play?
1: Um,
0: every sport. Honestly. I never and I never played a sport professionally because oof, I was trash. I was just straight trash. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I tried, you know, I never I never made any team professionally. But um I I tried, but uh, my, my, my high school years, I was the captain of the dance team. So just dance. But, um, yeah, my hand-eye coordination is a little off, Brian.
2: (laughs) Hey, look, I love baseball and I love basketball, but now I probably had a shot at baseball. Basketball wasn't happening. (laughs) You my sister for real. (laughs) So you, obviously you love the game, Growing up, who was your favorite teams to root for? I have to mention Man. that team in New England that I know you love. You don't oh, have to mention that. You know
0: that. what? This fighting word. That's
1: you know what? that's
0: fight. That's fight. You're gonna. I'm gonna hurt you. I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a New, Ang- a New England Patriots fan. Pat's all day. Pat's nation. You know, I'm not. I'm really salty right now. Um, I'm just really salty. So it's you know it's okay. Um, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a New York Na- Yankees fan. I'm a Knicks fan. Um, recently, I've, I've had a chance to cover Atlanta United, so now I'm an Atlanta United fan. So yeah, those those are my teams right there. Um, as far as tennis goes, you know I love the Williams sisters. So yeah, those those are my girls. So I don't really stray too far away from them.
2: <laughs> okay, well you know. You, you, you need a Patriots and a Yankees fan. I'm like, Ugh, okay. Uh, I'm an Orioles fan, so I can't really talk. You know, we've made our way back to the basement. <laughs> <laughs> but one day, one day.
0: <laughs> one day.
2: <laughs> All right. So, no. you know, you, you get to college, Georgia State. Um, why Georgia State? I should ask you first.
0: Well, a lot of people don't know, but I didn't start out at uh, Georgia State. I went to the illustrious Clark Atlanta University and um, my sophomore year, I decided to, you know, really pursue journalism instead of
1: like film and, you know, media. I really just wanted to fully do journalism. So I
0: decided Georgia State was, you know, a better career move for me. And I think that, you know, I, won't, I wouldn't take anything from my experience at Clark Atlanta University because it really shaped me and molded me into the woman I am today. So major shout-out to them, but I think Georgia State had a little bit more what I was looking for. And I'm so grateful. Oh, my God. I'm so grateful that I made that decision. I mean, just just the alumni that come from there and the people that I've met, is, you know, they're just, like, long, lifelong friends, you know.
2: So. Mm-hmm. And did you join NABJ while you were there or you ju- after you graduated?
1: Believe it or not,
0: I joined NABJ at Clark Atlanta University. Okay. And, yep. And my first year going was in 2016 in Washington, D.C. So, hey. what an amazing experience. Oh, it was so lit. <laughs> it was so but amazing.
2: You- Are you gonna make it a full circle by coming uh, this year? I said coming like uh, I'm from DC, but you know, it's down the street.
0: (laughs) You know, pretty much around the corner. Um, Flight is secured, Um, bags will be packed, Um, outfits (laughs) will be arranged, hair will be snatched, edges will be laid, my bills will be paid. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm on my way <laughs> big bro I'm gonna see you there soon okay <laughs>
2: hey you know I'm happy about that so
0: <laughs> starting to turn up again we're gonna turn up with the crew again I'm so excited
2: you already know it. east coast family superstars that's what we do hey.
1: <laughs>
2: shout out to Renee, Kelsey, Brandon, and Ashley and Michael Ashley. Lyle
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so now we yes. you know so you at Georgia State. What was some of the highlights of your time as a student, a student reporter and an anchor and producer there? Cause I know you did it all, but what was some of the highlights you had?
0: Wow, man. We, okay, um, we you got four hours or <laughs> <laughs> how long you got? Man, we got um, time, no. the
2: people want to hear.
0: Right, no man, why tell you Every single thing I wanted to do at Georgia State I did. I was a writer, I was a producer. I like I scripted, I you know was an anchor uh the news director for Georgia State television on you know, primetime sports. I covered the NCAA tournament. I covered, you know, going going dancing, you know, for Georgia State men's basketball team. Sheesh, the Sun Belt Conference going to New Orleans with the basketball team going, you know, with the coaches and having exclusive one-on-one interviews, getting to cover the NFL draft, every single thing. Even, even, what was it, like a month ago or, yeah, a month ago, even covering the College Football Hall of Fame, um, College uh, Football Awards, uh, chick fil as College uh, Hall of Fame. That has been an intense, crazy experience that I could never, have wished for, you know, the Bible in Ephesians 3 and 20, uh, 20, it says exceedingly and abundantly. Literally that was my experience at Georgia State. It was so incredible. I mean, I got to manage about 20 students for Georgia State Television as their news director. And I see them now like in their senior year and I'm just like, you know, tears of joy. Like you feel like a mama bear because we're just seeing them doing so well. I mean, wow, I mean, I, I, I don't I, I don't know how much time we got, but I could go in depth. Every single seminar they would have, ESPN would come, you know, different uh local stations would come, Eleven Alive would come, um Tiffany Blackman of the NFL would come and now she's my mentor. We had an opportunity to mm-hmm. talk to Jay Harris of ESPN and he put together, you know, Webinars for us and just hands on training, man. Because you you think about Atlanta, it is like the next Hollywood. So every single, you know, Marvel movie that came out within, you know, my three years of being there, I got to see it being filmed outside. You know, I got to see and meet different, you know, film directors and even news directors just by being there at Georgia State. So I would encourage any student that's looking to really just learn and get hands-on training and experience to give Georgia State a, you know, give Georgia State a try, give Georgia State a look. No, okay. <laughs> hope that wasn't too long. <laughs>
2: no, not at all. I mean, this is just time, your story. So, you know, I wanted to share because, I, like I said, I'm proud of you, but, and I can say that all the time. I can post about it on social media, but I want to hear, <laughs> I want people to hear why, I'm proud of you, why you have such a story career and how you were able to get to where you are today.
0: Thank you, dad. Yeah, man. Thank you so much.
2: One of the things that I've been proud watching you do is balance this while being a single mother. Can you talk about the challenges, but also how your baby is has been your motivation to keep you going? Yeah. Wow, man.
1: You said that. It's been
0: really such an incredible journey being a mom, you know, having my baby there and also, you know, working and, you know, getting my degree from Georgia State University. Although it's been challenging, although, you know, sometimes I've had to struggle, sometimes I've had to, you know, go go in the work bathroom and, you know, cry a little bit it's been so rewarding it's been so worth it um a lot of people don't know but i actually got pregnant my sophomore year of college and i had to drop out you know i gave birth to morgan um and soon after you know she had to spend you know some time in the nicu uh for having bronchiolitis which which is pretty much like bronchitis for babies Mm-hmm. And you know, just her having asthma and upper respiratory infection after upper respiratory infection, it's been challenging to you know be a mom, go to college, work a job while pursuing your dreams when you have a child with special needs, you know. And it, and it and at times you you do feel like giving up. At times you do feel like just saying, you know what. Maybe I'll just be, you know, an office receptionist or something. You know, not not saying that there's anything wrong with being a receptionist or something because I've had to do that, you know, while in college. But man, really, just taking my daughter to Georgia State, you know, football games and having the coaches come up to me and say, you know, what I respect you, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm believing. I'm believing God for your miracle. It's going to happen has been such a rewarding, you know, opportunity for me because I thought for sure, like, wow, you know, people are not going to take me serious because I'm a single mom. I'm not going to, you know, finish college because I'm a single mom. And what I've done is every semester, instead of taking, you know, four classes like my peers, I, you know, I would have to take two here, three here, maybe one semester I could take three and then never take a summer off. Like I've never had summer off. Like while as a single mom, I've been a single mom for almost five years now and I've never had a summer off of college. So I think that if you allow it to no matter the circumstances, you could be a single mom, you could have, you know, an an ailment, you could have, you know, something hindering you. As long as you take it and you allow it to motivate you and inspire you to keep on pushing and keep on press, pressing, you know, forward, you're going to make it. It could be a loved one that has passed away. It could be, you know, something mental, you know, just having that mindset that maybe I can't do it if you would allow it to say you know what this is what it is this is my situation this is the circumstance i don't really have any help i'm not really getting any child support i'm not really you know there's no one here to save the day i'm just gonna have to save the day and you just it'll empower you if you let it man
2: (laughs) yeah wow um and and that's the thing, like no summers off, sis, that's no. not easy because while most people are refreshing so that they can come back and learn, you will still, I mean, you know, they, they, it's kind of like that relaxed time, even a lot of, you know, single moms or single dads, cause there are some too, shout out to them.
0: Yeah. They, shout out to the dads. They, we love you.
2: Yeah. They take that time to say, okay, you know, i I'll delay getting into my career. But I need that time to refresh and you didn't even take a summer off. And, and then I know that's harder, especially with the child, because sometimes um, you look at things like daycare, or childcare, um, everything's more expensive because of the time that they need and the, um, the demand of it. Because yeah. there is no school. Now, Wow, you know, I'm speechless just to find that out. (laughs)
1: Yeah, man.
2: While you were in school, you had your reel go viral. And and, and I don't know what they do down there in Georgia State. (laughs) But, (laughs) I mean, you guys may be the hidden gems of schools. You know, people want to talk about the Northwesterns of the world. Shout out to them. Shout out to the Wildcat. My good friend Andrew Golden. And Drake Hills. Huh?
0: Yeah. Drake Hills, too.
2: Yeah. Shout out to the Syracuse of the world. My good friend Nikki Mayo. Yeah, Nikki. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to North Carolina, Chapel Hill. You know? Uh, Yeah, my good friend Jazzy Brunch down there. But here's the thing, Georgia state n- produced two people who are very close and dear to my heart, <laughs> two people who had their video reels go viral and dare say they aren't doing their thing in this business right now. And that is the deacon,
0: <laughs> deacon.
2: <laughs> the David. deacon himself, David and you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, dare say what three, two to three million views, uh, between the two of you, for y'all reels. What was yeah. that like to see? Oh. <laughs> you know, because I remember you put it out there, and you knew I was gonna retweet it off the bat.
0: <laughs> right, I got one retweet. And Nobody else I, retweeted.
2: <laughs> I knew. I think I know. One of the things I saw was one of my former local reporters retweeted it
1: and wow
2: yeah and it was she said i don't know this young woman but i respect her hustle somebody give her a chance Mm. and then to see all these people retweet, what was that like and was that overwhelming because i'm pretty sure your inbox was flooded maybe not with everybody having the right intentions you know what i mean so what was that moment Mm -hmm. like
1: oh you
0: you 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 said it brian you said it man (laughs) well well first and foremost let me say this and and this is backtracking a little bit but i just want to put emphasis on what was available to me at gsu Mm -hmm. when i went to clark atlanta university i you know took six classes in a lab got all a's and b's um wasn't a pageant you know had my own tv show had my own radio show um had a 3.5 gpa um but when i got pregnant and my daughter was sick you know i had to you know withdraw and by doing so, I got a zero in pretty much all my classes except one. So that took me down to a 2.0 GPA. As a single mom, I didn't even have the money, the $60 for the application fee. My mentor, Dr. Bright, gave me the $60 to apply, and I got into Georgia State. About, I want to say, four months later, I needed a job because I didn't, you know, I had to quit my job. Um, you know, selling insurance, good desk job, you know. And um I met I you know, I worked for the Department of Communication so I wouldn't have to pay back student loans, um, just, you know, work for the university. I met someone who knew David and he was like, You need to come on prime time. You need to come to George State Television. So I was like, okay. So I gave him a shot. Within those two years I had enough content from all different sports from all different interviews whether it be sports news it it didn't matter i had so much content from anchoring producing storyboarding writing editing that i created a reel now never in my wildest dreams did i think i would reach 1.6 million views never like I, i never thought it would go viral i never thought my thought would be, you know, maybe someone would see it and they would offer me a job, you know, after I graduated. But, like you said, you get all this attention and it's great attention, but you also have those predators who will send you emails and send the men who will send you inboxes who will be like, yo, you know, I believe in you, blah, blah, blah and try to hit on you, pretty much. (laughs) And I'm not going for that. And then you also have, like, scam artists who want to represent you, and then you go on their website, and it's not a valid website, or it's like, you know, you can tell this is not legit. So you you also have really amazing benefits of going viral. So many people that I would only dream to be, you know, connected to would reach out and say, "You know what, girl? I'm rooting for you. I I believe that you could do this and I'm going to retweet. You know, Taylor Rooks retweeted, L Duncan retweeted, and um Jake Harris of ESPN retweeted and just so grateful that people that I love, you know, saw me. You know, because this is you know, 11 years in the making. Me just trying to be, you know, a reporter and work as a journalist. So it was such an amazing but but scary at the same time experience, and I'm grateful. I, I really encourage every single journalist, you know, that wants to get in this business to have reels. But I do want to clarify something, Brian, because a yeah. lot of people got it, you know, misunderstood. They were like, oh, snap, she got a million views, you know, blah, 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 she's blowing up, she probably got money. That did not equate to money, okay? You could have a million gazillion views and still be a broke college student. Okay, I (laughs) want to clear that up. So um, even though I went viral in April, it wasn't until, you know, November that I got a, you know, job opportunity because I made a series of reels. I thought for sure, like, hey, it worked. It worked here. Let me go ahead and make an anchor reel. Let me go ahead and make an MMJ reel. Let me make a producer reel, and whoof. that it, that really went up. So yeah.
2: <laughs> what would your advice be to people who are hesitant of putting it out there <clears throat> because of stuff like that or the
1: feedback? I say closed mouths don't get fed they they just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what it'll take for me to get my point across
0: that social media can really make or break a person. You have to think about it. You are a public figure as a journalist, you are a personality. People that are like I'm right now I work for Fox in Indiana. If you don't live in Indiana, but you want to see what type of Uh, you know, content that I produce, what type of anchor that I am, am I serious, am I bubbly, am I full of life, or am I, you know, horrible, you go on my social media, you have to, you have to just give yourself an opportunity to get, you know, criticism, you know, constructive criticism, um, not just from everybody, but from the professionals, you never know what will happen, you know, you just have to have faith that the right person will see it. There's nothing wrong with saying and it, and it's not a clout-chasing thing. It's just saying, hey, I'm a single mom in college. I'm graduating in a couple of months. This is what I've been doing. Let me know if you can help. And if if you're authentic and you really want to just make it in this business,
1: I guarantee you the God will put the right people in your path to bless you. I guarantee it. All right. Yeah.
2: All right. I hear that. Now, what was it like when I, when you was, um, brought on a national television because of
1: your work? Honestly, God is so good. Oh my God. God is so good. It, it was. Honestly, it was surreal. Mm -hmm. You know, the first time I saw myself on TV, it was like, wow. You know,
0: you're just overwhelmed with gratitude. I'm still in shock. I don't know. (laughs) I don't don't know. I'm like, is this real? (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, I'm talking about
2: when, real real quick, I'm talking about when you was on, I think it was the real. Or was it the view?
0: Oh, yo. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) No, 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 no. Let me tell you how good my God is. This is crazy, right? So you know mm-hmm. how you subscribe to your favorite show, right? Yep. You get alerts and whatever. so an email Probably I love the reels my one of my favorite shows um, and I wasn't thinking anything. They sent an email. How would you like to be on um calling all you know people real fan in Atlanta? How would you like to be on? Um, on the show for, as an audience member. So I'm thinking like, oh yes, they're coming to Atlanta, they're going to film and I'm going to have a seat in the audience. Oh my God, I'm so happy. So I get a call from their producer and they're like, hey, you know, I would like to showcase you on the reel. Can you make a short video of why you should be on the reel? And I'm like, Okay, this is weird because I just want to be an audience member, but, you know, whatever. I'll just make a short video. I'm like, hey, I love you guys, and I would love to come out and see you all. Me not even knowing what's really going on. I would love to come see you guys because this is my favorite show. God bless, and see you later. And the producer did some research, and sent me an email. I saw that you're a single mom. Do you have any plans for Valentine's Day? A lot of people know you know i'm a single mom in college super single <laughs> i don't have no man i'm not doing nothing i'll be watching football and well not football because it was valentine's day so basketball and <laughs> studying so i ain't got no plans um and pretty much i just sent it to her like yeah i ain't i ain't got no plans but then i got a facetime and she goes hey you know are you in a quiet location? And I said yes. I'm like, why is she Facetiming me? She's like, okay, well, I'm getting ready to give the you know phone to the producers, and we want you to talk to the host of the Reel. I could not believe it.
1: <laughs>
0: I am like, what is going on? You know, I had to shed a, a thug tear you know, tears of joy on national television because I was just so thankful that they picked me and gave me an opportunity to talk to my favorite, you know, people my of my favorite show, and they blessed me with three gold, you know, diamond rings for Valentine's Day. Oh, my God, like, I haven't, I can't even tell you. You know, the wow. last time I got my Valentine's, Valentine's Day gift. I can't even tell you. It's probably been like five or six years. So, whew, child. oh, I've been bling blinging ever since, you know. I hear <laughs> that. Cash me outside. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How about that?
0: How about that?
1: <laughs> yeah, man.
2: Wow. So now, you know, we move on. You get the call. Get the call to come up to Fort Wayne, Indiana. Tell me about that process, the nerves going in there, and now going from the. We had Jade Jackson on, and she talked about giving students and young journalists advice being in cities you may have never heard of or towns you never heard of. Talk about that. I know you still knew at the time of we recording the show. Still knew. But in general, like, what was that like when you found out, like, hey, we want you?
1: Mm. Oh, Lord. Just incredible. Um, Andy Paris,
0: who is so incredible, he's my news director. He reached out on Twitter Hey, saw your real. Um, I'm wondering if I could, you know, talk to you about a potential opportunity that I have for you
1: we talked for about three days and he said you know what I've never seen your talent from a person that's you know in college I almost don't
0: believe that you're in college I almost don't believe that you're not pro so I said you know thank you that's really flattering but I'll just be real I'm looking for an opportunity to break into the industry sooner than later. So a lot of people, you know, reached out to me and they were like, you know, I'll give you this um, MMJ position in April when we're hiring, you know, as a sports reporter. And I was just like, you know what, that's too long. So I'm talking to him and he, he calls me and he says, hey, I just wanted to let you know, our GM Bill loved you. Absolutely, I sent him your reel. The people at corporate—they absolutely love you. Is there a way that we can get you out here? And it was crazy because it was Thanksgiving. So I'm like, um, <laughs> I gotta cook this turkey for this baby because I don't know about you know I don't I don't know if you know but my daughter likes to eat. Okay, I got <laughs> I gotta prepare this meal. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving you know he's like nah, we got to get you out of here so it was like I think that Monday, you know, after Thanksgiving, I flew out to Fort Wayne, Indiana. Right when I get off the airplane, there's this lady handing out cookies. Right when I <laughs> right when I get off the plane and she goes in her little Midwestern accent, "Welcome to Fort Wayne." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm about to live here. I'm about to, I'm about to move here." This wow. has been the nicest, most polite, peaceful city I've ever lived in in my life. It is so amazing. I don't like the snow. I will say that. I'm not a big fan of that, you know, part. <laughs> but um, the smell. Was... No. You... Oh, you said the snow.
2: I thought you said it all Oh, to...
0: the snow. Yeah, no, the snow. <laughs> yeah. I'm from Palm Beach, on, you know, country, <laughs> yep. Southern Belle. I'm not I'm not here for the snow.
1: I'm oh, not here I for this. You. So
0: I was like, Ooh, you know, I don't know if I can live here and then when I looked about, you know, the history of Fort Wayne and like the community and the boys and girls club and, you know, the efforts they're doing for human trafficking I'm like, Oh, I'm sold.
1: Uh the news director called me to said, Hey, we want to offer you this. And I said, Excuse me? It was double what I expected Mm. coming out of college.
0: And he said, You know, I know you wanted to do sports, you know, as an MMJ slash
1: sports reporter, but we actually want you to be our anchor. Oh my God. I kept it super professional. But after that phone call, I just broke down, I was just in tears, I couldn't believe someone
0: right out of college would want me to be their anchor, I just, there's there's just no way, you know, there's just no way, there's only God, man, so,
1: amen, Fort Wayne, hey,
2: (laughs) God is amazing, there's no other way to put it, God is amazing. I mean, you know, they say, when you be faithful to him. He'll be faithful to you. And clearly you've been faithful to him. I mean, he blessed you with a gift that is Morgan and trusted you to take care of her. And you're doing a phenomenal job. And he said, I got you.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow.
0: Ooh, big bro. You got me crying over here. You know, (laughs) you know, you know, I'm, you know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm just so <laughs> proud of you.
2: I, I am. I'm just really proud of you. Um. So what's the experience been like? You know, how's the community been? What's it like up there? Obviously, we talked about, you know, the change from the nice, nice trees to the snow. And, you know, <laughs> when the summer gets up there, I promise you, from what I've heard, it'll be nice. But, you know, what's the okay.
1: change been like? Um. Honestly, it's yes it's cold but the
0: unity here is just you know living in atlanta it's just like every everyone fends for themselves and it's kind of like you know the community of journalists in atlanta even though it's so big it's small you know here it's the second largest city in you know indiana so it's it has that small town feel but it's really a big town. It's just kind of spaced out. People here are very receptive of me. You know, I went to Walmart last night um, to get an extra comforter because I'm extra cold, and this girl was like, hey, you're the journalist.
1: Mm-hmm. I said, hey,
0: <laughs> wow, this never happens. I'm like, yeah, well, God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'm like wow, you know, for someone to recognize you for your work, that's huge. So, the town is amazing, the people are amazing. Um, you know, people offered to shovel my my car, which was weird cuz I didn't know you could shovel a car, but apparently you got to shovel your car. I don't know. Yeah.
2: I lived in Bristol for two years, Bristol, Connecticut, so I know. Well, you
1: know, you know, you know my life.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right, so we get ready wrap up here, uh, but real quick before we go, um, what's what would you say was your glass breaking moment? When did you break through the
1: glass ceiling? When you look back over your career so far. Oh wow! You know, I still I'm still trying. You know, I I I'll never give up on just me not giving up. Me not giving up. I've I've yes I've covered the NCAA.
0: I've I've covered you know Sun Belt tournament. Yes, I've covered. You know, the ESPN, you know, College Football Awards. I've covered so
1: many things, so many amazing events. But one thing I can say is just just bringing my daughter
0: after work, just bringing my daughter to the games with me, and then taking her. Oh, she's about to make me cry. And then taking her to the studio and editing my content and having it ready the next day, you know, to share with my community at Georgia State and, you know, even here at, you know, in, in here in Fort Wayne, really just putting one foot in front of the other. And um, if you just keep on going, if you keep on striving, And no matter your circumstances, yeah, I'm a single mom, you know, yeah, I've overcome so many things like, you know, as a child growing up and, you know, we'll talk about that later, but if you put one foot in front of the other and you, no matter what you believe in, no matter what, always thank God for even the trials that come your way, man, he's going to elevate you. Going viral doesn't matter. I've gone viral three times last year. I'm grateful for it, but you know what? One thing I do want to be known for is really praising my God and really glorifying his name. Because truly, if you listen to what God is saying and you obey him, he will elevate you when the time comes. And I'm so glad. I think the glass ceiling and the the best thing and the best moments were me just being faithful over my small little, you know, reporting gig at Georgia state and just giving that my all, just deciding like, yo, I'm a single mom. I have this baby. I have no help and it's hard, but I'm not going to give up. You know, my mom didn't raise me to give up. So man, it's been a journey, but I'm so grateful for it. (laughs) So grateful.
2: Amen. Amen. Before we get you out of here, where can the people find you?
0: Man, you
1: guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you guys know. Honestly, follow me on Twitter at Bree Dahlquist. I'll follow you right back. Um, I just changed my Instagram handle. Al, so it's Brianna Dahlquist Fox fifty five. I'll follow you right back. And um, if you, you know, if you're a big fan of Brian's, then I'm a big fan of yours because man. He is so encouraging. He is so empowering. And if you listen to this podcast and you like something, you slide in both of our DMs. We're always going to be there for you. We're always going to point you in the right direction.
2: Amen. Wow. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You know, I, I just love people. And, um, you know, like I said, when we met, I mean, we just clicked immediately, you know.
0: Immediately. And, I like that. <laughs> You my person for life. You my
2: dog for life. <laughs> you already know. And, and you know, just a quick story. So I was in Atlanta, folks, um back in Sept no, I'm about to say September, November. And you know, just blessed to go down there for work. I let mm-hmm. Bree know I was in town and she was determined, like, no, we are going to hang out. <laughs> and <laughs> hang through the rain. And I right, spoiler at the time, um, recording this show uh the 49ers have officially clinched they are going to the Super Bowl um more than likely um hopefully but this will air the day after the Super Bowl so hopefully they are the Super Bowl champs I will be rooting for them over the Kansas City Chiefs but
0: uh,
2: (laughs) um yeah so Bree and I was watching um you know we went we linked up and we went to watch the Seahawks and the 49ers game and it was just so much fun. Just the opportunity to just catch up. But you know, the thing I had always appreciated about you was like, Hey, you know, I'm in your city and you made a way to come hang out, you know? So that was fun. And and you never forget stuff like that. So like I said, you know, um, I'm excited for everything that you're doing and will be doing and, Fort Wayne, Indiana is a blessed town that they have you.
0: Oh man, thank you so much. Yeah, no matter where you are, you can be in, you could be in um some some whatever town. I'm pulling up. <laughs>
2: yeah well who knows maybe they'll be they'll have a medical meeting out there and i have to come up there but uh definitely looking forward to seeing (laughs) you this summer at the national association of black journalists annual convention this year it is in washington dc merged with the national association of hispanic journalists which is ironic that the first time you went was it was also merged so There'll be a lot of people there, so I'm looking forward to it. Bree, thank you for your time, appreciate you, love you, sis.
0: Love you too, man.
2: <laughs> what an amazing time! What an amazing conversation that was, wasn't it? Uh, Brianna's just amazing overall. Next week, I welcome Danielle J. Martin. Danielle is a multimedia journalist out of Kansas who I also met at the National Association of Black Journalists convention. And here's a cool story. So I've actually forgot to ask Brianna about her exclusive lunch that she had with Taylor Rooks during the convention. Don't worry, I talked to Danielle about that. They were both at the same lunch. And you'll find that a lot of my friends run in the same circle, especially this journalism world. In my my journalist friends, we were all running the same circle. So next week, make sure you tune in as I welcome Danielle J. Martin. We talk about that. We also talk about her covering the AFC champion Kansas City Chiefs. So be sure to tune in. Until next week, folks, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling. And remember, don't let nobody put forth a ceiling that you can't break through. Podcast is brought to you by B Waters Productions. It is produced and edited by myself, Brian H Waters, with the music brought to you by Hypnosis. You can find Hypnosis on Instagram at hypno underscore beats.